I'm not ready. <laughs> Episode 54. My new favorite thing, and I'm going to start doing this randomly, is just to stop and stare you in the eyes and wait to see what happens. I'm not the one who's supposed to talk. I mean, I talk, but I react to your talking. But I think if I just look at you long enough, you get awkward uncomfortable. Oh, it doesn't take very long. So then you say something, so... <laughs> I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready. Well, we're ready. We're ready to go. We are going. This is episode 54 of the Middle-Aged and Mediocre Podcast. We're already off the tracks. This is the record. Yeah, it's going We started off the tracks. So it's not going to get better from there, folks. Nope. Uh, Welcome back. Welcome back to another episode. We're still alive. Yep. Uh, Still mediocre. Still mediocre. Still, you know, we're we're seeing if we're going to be middle-aged or not. Depends on when we die. Yeah. We'll Uh, let you know. Yeah. I could have been middle-aged at 20, you know what I mean? I'll mail my dead body to your house. <laughs> Just let us know which part you want. <laughs> yeah. Cut me up. We'll mail it out to you. Uh, Cut my life into pieces. This is my last resort. Yep. That song is Your dark favorite? Oh. When you hear it again after 20 oh, yeah. years. Well, I mean, it was dark then. But you, like you were just like, yeah, so. dad. Yeah. <laughs> Cut my life into pieces. Listen to what yeah, Kobe. Kobe Sing it. saying. Sing it, Kobe. Or Jacoby. Jacoby, that's it. Jacoby, Jacoby. yeah. <laughs> yeah, Jacoby understands me, dad. <laughs> and now you hear it, and you're just like, Jesus Christ, dude. Settle down. <laughs> yeah. I don't need this on 103.1 The Bear. I don't want your life. Like, that song is jarring when you hear it on 103.1 The Bear, because yeah. it's like... Maybe we shouldn't have a song on 103 <laughs> singing about cutting your life into pieces and slitting your wrists. And but it's awfully catchy. <laughs> it is catchy. Hook. When that hook hits. Suffocation. Yeah. No breathing. <laughs> yeah. They beep up fuck, though. Like, the whole song's about killing yourself and slitting your wrists open and all that, but they can't say fuck. No. So 103.1 well, on the bear. radio. You can, you can fuck off, <laughs> is what we're saying. We would like to take over as hosts for 103.1, as DJs for 103.1 The Bear. We can't do any worse than the monkeys they have. The jokes are terrible. Yeah. Uh, if you I try not that. to listen very much, honestly. Sometimes I just get too lazy to uh, turn my Bluetooth on. That is a lot like, of work. connect it. Yeah. Or I'm not going very far, yeah. so I'm like, I'm not going to do all this shit and find something to listen to just for a five-minute trip. It's just, they're... It's they're bad. But then I always just hear the worst jokes. It's cool. It was like they were local. It was like people we knew. Are they not local anymore? No, I'm sure it's like some fucking douchebag in L.A. That's just you think. Oh yeah, it's not local. Oh okay. Well then I don't feel bad about saying their dog shit or their (laughs) job. I don't think you felt bad about it before. I felt a little bit bad because I might run into them. Oh, Uh, like not as like I'm afraid of them, but like I might run into them, get to talking to them. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, they're cool people. And then I'm like, oh wait, you're the. Oh, you're the guy from yeah. One I have said some things about you, so <laughs> I'm yelling at you in my car. Check out the podcast to hear it. Uh, <laughs> Middle aged and mediocre. We were out and about last night. This is we're recording on a Saturday. Uh-huh. We were out and about last night. A uh, couple couple boys out on the town. Well, out in a town. Well, it's not even a town. I don't think. I don't think it's considered a town. Uh, but we were out spreading the good word of middle aged and mediocre. Uh-huh. Uh, Joel was telling us funnies. Up on stage. I like to be funny. Yeah, you like to be funny. <laughs> We've established uh, that. Yeah, we went to middle of nowhere, Ohio. Club Vinton. Club Vinton. It's not as fancy as it sounds. <laughs> you put club in front of it, you, you expect something a little more, but... Sounds pretty fancy. Yeah. They had a Trump steak. I didn't see that. Right up. Like a steak? Like meal? I think so. They had like a picture up there of the Trump steak. Of course they did. Yeah, they probably microwaved it or something. I don't know. Well, there was a trailer behind the bar uh-huh. with the Trump, like Hence, 2020, whatever. Hey, you know, they're not giving up. They're still hanging in there. <laughs> uh, yeah, it went well, though, I thought. Yeah. The show went really well. I, I expected it to be really rough. Like Luke posted today, it had real some... Uh, Roadhouse vibes. It did. Yeah, I was like, where's the chicken wire cage, sir? Yeah, that would have been cool. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you guys would have got beer bottles thrown at you, but it would have been a fun atmosphere. I would have had to be blind because that one Yes. <laughs> uh, but it did go well. It was, a, it was a rowdy place. As soon as we walked in, uh, you became <laughs> king of the bar. Look, those are my people. I All know. right, sadly, they see me and they think... That's an ally right I, there. I thought you knew that man. Like, within three <laughs> seconds of being inside that bar, you had a guy with his arm around you. Yep. Just happy as hell to see you. Death grip on my right shoulder. <laughs> and I broke, I left. I was like, all right, Josh, talk to his buddy. I'm going to go find Carlin. Yeah. Yeah, I had a drunk man immediately put his arm around me. Squeeze the shit. <laughs> 
out of my right shoulder. And if he wasn't, I, I know I can see a drunk. I can see a drunk from five miles away. Yeah. So, like, as soon as he approaches, like, I didn't, you know, headbutt him for grabbing my <laughs> arm. But, man, I wanted to because it hurt. Like, it was a tight grip. Yeah. And then, yeah, he, he ended up being a uh, an issue. A thorn in the side of the show. That was the about night. the only issue, really, for the whole show. It really was. And I expected him, I expected his behavior to be the entire yeah. bar's behavior. It really wasn't. They were yeah. actually really into the show. Yeah, that's fine. A few times... Uh, a few times, some of the jokes, you could tell, like, that wasn't really going to be their cup of tea. Yeah. But I think most of the, everybody kind of pulled back and, like, redirected their jokes. Yeah. And worked out pretty well, I thought. It was a fun night. Uh, yeah, but we, we got... Might have a new listener. Might have a new listener. If you're out there listening, uh... Does that guy have a name? Uh, yeah, but shit, if I remember. There was a nickname. Tyler, Matt, Nick. No, you can name all the names in the world. Jackson. I don't think it's going to be it. No, okay. Uh, you can name them all. You might have already said it four times. <laughs> uh, but he was a good dude. He's a trucker. Uh-huh. Or he drives a truck. Mother trucker. So he uh, listens to podcasts to keep himself awake while he drives. So. Yeah, he came up. He's like, you got, are you really on a podcast? <laughs> yeah, man. I, I know it's hard to believe. I know it's hard to believe. A couple guys like us yep. made it to the big time in the podcast <laughs> world. But here we are. Here we are. Uh, so hopefully he's out there listening if he is. Uh, tell, I, your, t- tell your trucker friends. Tell all your trucker friends. Get on yeah. CB radio uh-huh. and be like, hey there, uh, <laughs> hey there, Big Bob Billy Bill. This is this is Big Red Rocket. <laughs> <laughs> Head down the interstate. I don't know. Trucker talk at all. No, you don't. Uh, I was embarrassed. I just know that you're eastbound and down. You're loaded up and trucking. You don't know that song, so. No, I don't. Oh, Jesus Christ. Sorry. Anyways. <laughs> anyway. What else? What else? What else? <laughs> Yeah, show him well. Luca Paso did really. He's a funny guy. Yeah, Luke was great. Uh, you had uh, hyped him up the whole way there, so, but he lived up to it. Yep, he lived up to all the uh, hype. All the hype. So Ransom, you were like, "You will like him." Is what you're telling like me you. on the drive up there. I was like, "Watch him." <laughs> uh, but yeah, he was funny. He said he's like done like tours of England and stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Lived over there too. Edinburgh. Yeah. Uh, Be fancy. Uh, then what was the uh, Ransom Ransom car? Ranson Vincent Carr. Like Ranson, like Ransom, but with an in, with an I N. I think so, probably. Uh, he was. I thought he was really funny. Yeah, he was really funny. Uh, I don't think he. I don't think the crowd there understood who Louis C.K. was. So when he opened up talking about how he's not going to make you watch him masturbate, because uh-huh. he did have a resemblance to Louis C.K. Yeah, yeah. But I don't think anybody there knew who that was. Nah. Like this wasn't a crowd. And they're like, go ahead and whip it out. <laughs> Yeah, they're, like, right us. they're like, we'll watch you, yeah. you ginger. <laughs> Normally that's on Saturday nights, but we'll do it on Friday. Like that bar, I was telling you, like I think that bar, like those people, uh, that's why you kind of can't like base what you think the world is off of Twitter. Uh-huh. Because when Luke brought up cancel culture, the, the people in that bar... Had no idea uh-uh. what cancel culture was. They've never canceled it. Like they have no, <laughs> you have no idea. They're like, I canceled my cable. Yeah, sons of bitches wouldn't show up. <laughs> you know, uh, NASCAR race. But Luke did. He, I think he realized. Oh, they don't understand what the fuck I'm even talking about. And he redirected his yeah. shit when. It, but so yeah, it was a, it was like a weird slice of, like here's kind of normal life for a lot of people. Uh, Just a bunch small of small town USA. Yeah, we lived. We lived. That was what was important. We made it. Yep. We made it out. Uh, so yeah, we're back. Episode. 54. I tried to steal a stool. You tried to get chair, me to steal a stool. In chair news. Oh yeah. Yeah, you had you try to get me to steal the stool. Uh, Taking that stool back inside was probably. That was I meant to ask you how that was. Shame. I was just like, why are we bringing the stool back? <laughs> and I sat it down. And I, I kind of gave it a little kiss, and then I. That just, sounds like you. <laughs> I'm surprised you were able to let it go. Yeah, it was tough. I figured as soon as Carlin was like, that's not mine, you were like, well, it is mine <laughs> it then. It is mine now. we had it. I need another chair. Like, that was ours. Yeah. Like, I could have walked out with anything. No one cared. They, yeah, they didn't stop us. Like, I thought about going back in and being like, I will take this. <laughs> I'll take their payphone. Oh, the shell They phone. had the last payphone in Ohio, yep. I think. And a big giant shell. What was that shell? Shell. I don't know. Because they called it the shell phone. Yeah. Which is not that funny. No, but it's in a but shell. But, like, they thought it was. Because it's. In a shell, I guess. They thought it was the height of call. I can't believe they laughed at anything you guys said because I, I think once they hit shell phone, they yeah. were like, "Well, that's we've hit. <laughs> that's that's funny right there." Ah, uh, so yeah. Uh, but we got some news stories for you today. We got some uh, random things we're going to talk about. 
We actually have a message from a uh, fan of the show. So we're going to listen to his message, uh, get into what he talks about. It's pretty interesting. But I want to start out, uh, we've talked before about how we've talked. nothing's real. Uh, everything's bullshit. Yeah. Nothing matters. No. Uh, I, f- I believe when we talked about uh, space jellyfish or cosmic jellyfish. Okay. That's when we realized, like, oh, everyone's just making shit up. Like, this isn't just real. grabbing words, putting them together. So, uh, in the news... There is now going to be a new ocean. Oh, wow. So, uh, yeah, the globe's going to have a new ocean now. National Geographic, uh, they have announced that they've been, you know, they've been producing maps now for like over 100 years. Um, Over that time, only four official oceans have ever been recognized on those maps. Do you know the four? Uh, There's the Indian Ocean, Mm -hmm. the Atlantic. Yep. The Pacific. The Pacific. The Pacific. And Indian Atlantic. cold. Arctic? Arctic Ocean. There you go. Uh, Yeah, those are the... It's cold. Those are the four... Put a jacket on! (laughs) Those are the four oceans. I'm trying to think of the oceans over here. But now there's going to be a fifth ocean because National National Geographic has decided they're going to redesign the map of the world. I mean, yeah, the world had it coming. So, we are now going to have a fifth ocean called the Southern Ocean. The Southern Ocean. Uh, it's going to be. It was actually made official on June eighth, World Ocean Day. Wow, I didn't realize. Uh-uh. I didn't send anybody a card. Uh-uh. I didn't do anything for World Ocean Day. Well, I feel bad. I spent all day in tide. So. Okay. Well, there you go. Uh, I got you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Like the ocean has a tide, but I tried to make it seem like I was inside, but I said in tide. Mm. Like a buckwheat thing from Little Rascals. Right. Yeah. Right. Okay. You make fun of a child's <laughs> speech impediment. I didn't. Hilarious, Joel. <laughs> uh, yeah, I just, how do you just decide, like, you know what, we're sick of this globe. <laughs> yeah. Let's redesign this shit. Why is there, they didn't say why they did it? Um... Let me see if there's any real reason here. More maps, you know? It kind of like, just seems like, hey, we haven't sold a map in a while. Yeah, we need to design new globes, new maps. Like I, I figure it's something to do with like you know climate change and all uh-huh. that, like where shit's melting and ice caps are melting and making I don't know. Uh, but it's kind of like the uh, the whole Pluto's not a planet anymore when they came out with that. What? Yeah, I remember that. Like they just so now like when we went to school, we had four oceans. Yeah. But here, before too long, people are going to be like, oh, we have five. And like, nah, when we were in school, there, Pluto was a To me, there's only, always going to only be four. Just the OG that four. New, that new ocean can go fuck itself. <laughs> I'm a bit salty about it. Yeah, yeah, I can tell. The ocean. I can tell, man. I'm salty. Because <sighs> ocean waters. Oh, it is, isn't it? Salty. <laughs> oh, yeah, I guess I never really made that connection before. Yeah, I guess it is a little salty. Never connected those dots. Uh, in other news... Uh, I know this has been worrying you, so I wanted to uh, put your mind at ease. Uh, headline here is, humans will be able to reproduce on Mars. All right. Because sperm can survive there for up to 200 years. 200 years? 200 years. Wow. Uh, so if you're just an astronaut blowing loads on Mars, and you, I mean, anyone can come it's along. It's going to hang out for 200 years. Wow. The main reason I brought this up is, loads, is because of uh, a joke from Luke last night. Okay. Where he was talking about, like, the testing the COVID vaccine. And, oh. and then he talked about the Sherman Williams paint. Yeah. And how it's whatever. Because that kind of – how do they know yeah. that this is going to <laughs> – They got their best cum expert on it. <laughs> uh, they said the findings were a part of a six-year experiment. So that's not 200 years. Oh, that's six. That's six. Uh, I don't need to work for NASA or go to Mars or be a scientist to understand how six and two hundred are not the same. Uh, but so they had science. Blah, 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 blah. Scientists kept mouse sperm on the International Space Station <laughs> and exposed it to deadly radiation. Uh as the Daily Mail reports, researchers had believed radiation in space would destroy human DNA and make breeding impossible. 
Cancer was thought to be one possible health risk to humans. But after six years, scientists found that the mouse sperm stored on the space station was still healthy. Huh. They also exposed it to x-rays. And it still tasted okay. And it still tasted just fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, one of the study's authors, Professor Sayaka Wakayama of Japan's University of Yamanashi, told the Daily Good Mail... Job. Uh, many genetically normal offspring were obtained. These discoveries are essential for mankind to progress into the space age. Does that mean that they're breeding the mice then? I th- like. I guess they, they brought just the, the, they brought the, the sperm back down to Earth and then like so, used it to like make mice more. No, mice? I'm thinking they jerked mice off uh-huh. here on Earth and then <laughs> took. <laughs> Took the, uh, I mean, that's how they got it. Yeah, like, they had, what like, else are you gonna they do? had like mini mouse pictures and stuff. <laughs> they showed it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, that's right, you little whore. Oh. Uh, yeah, like they, they jerk off a little mouse, the mice, the Mises, and then they jerk the Mises to pieces. <laughs> <laughs> and then they took the Mises pieces up to Mars uh, for six years. As long as there's no homeless people, <laughs> this money could have gone through the help. <laughs> right, thank God. I mean, we got thank God we didn't feed anyone. Yeah. Uh, we got to find out about this mouse cum. So I do, I love it that, like, before we go to Mars, we're like, can we be fucking on Mars? Yeah. Like, <laughs> let's get. If we can't fuck on Mars, like, I guess I'm we just stay around here. the lady. Is she going to get pregnant up there? Or uh, my sperm just, like, going to, you know, disappear into space? But I guess I don't understand science because. I don't understand women. <laughs> Or science, or space, or, or mice, or mice come. But so this is so they say that humans can reproduce on Mars because sperm can survive there for up to two hundred years. Yeah, this is a six-year experiment using mice sperm. <laughs> what does that have to do with humans being able to store their cum for two hundred years? I don't know. Absolutely not. I'm not a scientist. <laughs> You're neither. We just aren't. Yeah. We've been trying. They won't give us a degree. I keep showing up with my own mouse sperm. They're like, look, we got enough of our own. Uh, uh, so in lighter news, um, I just wanted to bring up that. So we're recording on June 12th, 2021. If you say so. Oh, I just wanted to bring up that on June 11th, 2021 uh-huh. was the anniversary. Yesterday. <laughs> yeah, yesterday, Friday. Uh, was the anniversary of Vince McMahon's limo blowing up. Oh, wow. At, on Monday Night Raw. Wait, let's see what year was that. Probably two... Man, 2011? Mm, close. Yeah. 2007. 2007. So, it rhymes. It rhymes, yeah. That's why they call it 7-Eleven. I bring that up because it is also, that means the... So, what is that? 2007, 2021 is 14 years? Yep. Uh, it is the 14th anniversary, then, of Donald Trump, former president of the United <laughs> States, calling the WWE yeah. to make sure that Vince McMahon was all right. Very concerned. Because he thought <laughs> that Vince McMahon's limo legitimately blew up on Monday Night Raw and that Vince McMahon was possibly dead. Donald Trump is the richest wrestling mark He's in the Hall of Fame. He's like the people at the indie shows. <laughs> that group of fa- that family that always shows up that is way too much. Which hey, I love wrestling. I get into it, but there's some fans who really take it all to heart. Yeah, and really think it's real. Oh yeah, <laughs> uh, and that's Donald Trump. I'm just very happy that we voted that guy. Yeah, to be president. So you know, happy anniversary, Donald. Happy anniversary, Vince, in your limo. He's so scared. He has his own little number to Vince. He calls him. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I I just wanted to bring that. I just thought that was a good little anniversary Uh to celebrate. Uh, Now I'm going to. Someone died and they just dropped it, right? Yeah, before the Ben Wall. That was right before the Ben Wall thing. And then next week, I think it was like the very next week or the following week after, they had Vince come out because he had to do the whole. Yeah. You know, Crispin Walls passed away. Yeah. But yeah, then they were like. Then they had. To, oh my God. Then they did the fucking tribute to him. Because that yeah. was before everyone knew everything. Before everyone knew the details. Yeah. And then the details came out. And they were like, whoops. <laughs> Whoopsie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So now I got a. Uh, I'm going to put you to the test. All right. So I'm going to. So when you go shopping uh, and you use a shopping cart, uh-huh. when you're done with the shopping cart, what do you usually do? I set it on fire and I roll it towards the oldest lady that I is around me. 
Right, you passed the test. All right. That was the test right there. <laughs> yeah, no, seriously, what do you... I put it back in the cart corral. You do put it back in the cart corral? Yeah, I do. Okay, okay so uh, this is known as the shopping cart theory. The shopping cart is the ultimate litmus test for whether a person is capable of self-governing. To return the shopping cart is an easy, convenient task and one which we all recognize as the correct, appropriate thing to do. Yeah. To return the shopping cart is objectively right. There are no situations other than a dire emergency in which a person is not able... There is able no situation. I don't give a fuck what it is. <laughs> Lock the cart back. I mean, I suppose if like somebody comes up and shoots you in the head... Nope. You might not be able to return the cart then. Oh, you're going to get yeah. it back. Uh, simultaneously, it is not illegal to abandon your shopping cart. Therefore, the shopping cart presents itself as the apex example of whether a person will do what is right without being forced to do it. No one's going to punish you for not returning the cart. No one will fine you or kill you for not returning the <laughs> cart. Uh, you gain nothing by returning the shopping cart. You must return the shopping cart out of the goodness of your own heart. Yeah. You must return the shopping cart because it is the right thing to do, because it is correct. A person who is unable to do this is no better than an animal, <laughs> an absolute savage, yeah. who can only be made to do what is right by threatening them with a the law and the force that stands behind it. The shopping cart is what determines whether a person is good or bad, <laughs> a good or bad member of society. So oh, yeah. you answered right. Yeah, I you're, get behind that. You're a good member of society. There's a there's a uh, YouTuber called the Cart Narc, and he uh, just like does he like stand in front of your car? Pretty much, and he'll like you know, like, hey, this is a blog here. Like people chase him. And like, will he put like a sticker on people's a car? He's a, got magnet. Like a magnet. Yeah. I've seen some of those <laughs> videos. That dude has some balls. Because the people that don't leave cars, they're not. The type to be like, oh, you're absolutely right. Yeah, no, will, they are not going I'm to. I'm so sorry. Like, they already are just assholes. So, I mean, when you, like, push an asshole, you're going to you're gonna get <laughs> You're going to get on. shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you're going to get a shitty thumb. So, where the uh, hell did that come from? The cart? Uh, I saw it online. It was a random. Right. It's kind of made the rounds. Uh, the thing I used particularly was from Reddit. Did you think that I didn't put my cart I just back? wondered. I, I kind of figured you did. Yeah. I always do. If there's a loose cart, I'll grab it and I'll put it back if, with mine. If there's one that I like within my yeah, yeah I'm not gonna. If go. I'm taking mine back and there's someone who's like their cart's empty, I'm like, hey, I'll get that for you. Yeah, and I'll take it for them. Yeah, yeah, I'll do that. Yeah. Uh, my mom does a weird thing where she only uses carts from the corral, like the whatever. They're already outside. Well, because she wants to be able to test it. Oh yeah. Because okay. like by the time she gets it inside, she'll know if it works or not. Oh, which then I always idea. ask, what happens if it doesn't work? Uh huh. And you find out right as you get inside, now you're stuck. Do you have to go back out to the corral, or do you yeah. just... She doesn't usually have an answer. You just spiral. <laughs> you, just, you just... You break down, you fall on the ground, you cry. Uh, but yeah, I'm glad you answered right, because I was going to I was gonna hate to have to call like, the police on you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, so we're going, we're going to take a quick break, and then when right. we come back, we're going to listen to a message that we got from a fan of the show, friend of the show, uh, and he's got a... Something's been going on with him. Uh-huh. That's he, he needs our help. He needs our help. All he right. needs some. He needs somebody to talk him through this. Okay. We're gonna do it. We're gonna do it. Uh, I can relate to it. I'm gonna get my helping hat on. Get your help. You don't the break. Is this your fuck Hulk Hogan, <laughs> the fuck Hulk Hogan hat? Uh, so yeah, we're gonna take a break. We will be right back. Uh, well, actually, when we come back, you're gonna hear uh, the story. Okay, is what you're gonna hear first. Uh-huh. You people at home listening. So we'll what be am back. I gonna hear? You're going to hear it, too. Okay. So, we'll be back right after that. All right. Hey, guys. Uh, Mike Fisher here. Uh, big fan of the show. Listen to it every week on the way to work. Um, I'm going to preface this with, I know this sounds absolutely batshit insane. Because it is 110% actually batshit insane, and I'm still having issues coming to terms with it myself. Because I didn't discover this was a thing until about two days ago, just happening across a YouTube video. So I'll start the story like this. Ever since I was a kid, I kind of noticed these situations, I'll call them for lack of a better term, um, where I would either walk or drive by, like, streetlights, like the kind of orangish-yellow glow, you know, old-school streetlights. You know, you'd see, like, as a kid, you know, they'd come on, you know, and then your parents would tell you to come home, all that. So I noticed this 
when I was a kid that we would drive by or I'd walk under a street light and it would either go out or if it was out already, it would turn on. And I'd never, ever, ever paid attention to this until I was in college about, yeah, about 10, 11 years ago. And me and a friend were walking down the street one night and we walked under three consecutive street lights that were all on. And as soon as we crossed underneath of them, they went out in like in succession. Like as we got to them, they went out. So, you know, I told my friend, you know, about this situation that I had gone through as a kid. And ever since I was a kid, I would go under these lights, they'd turn out. And, you know, she jokingly said something along the lines of, oh, well, I guess you have like some kind of weird psychic ability that we don't know about. Ha ha. And, you know, I, I, I laughed at it because I just thought it was funny and, I'm not, you know, a believer in, you know, psychic or paranormal or supernatural abilities or beings or anything like that. I'm, I'm kind of, uh, I'm weirdly conservative in that aspect of belief, but, um, I discovered a couple days ago that there is actually this phenomenon called streetlight interference, and it's a very deep conspiracy theory about people and the energies in their bodies and I just kind of like sat there for a second and I was stunned because this is the first time I've ever heard anybody address this on a public forum or anything. Because I always thought, you know, oh, it's a coincidence or, oh, I'm just being crazy or, you know, thinking things, you know, ridiculous things. But when I heard this and he explained it, it strangely made sense. So out of curiosity, I looked up, just Google, I looked up, you know, streetlight interference. And I actually found a lot of just kind of random research and theories on this phenomenon that occurs in people when they walk under lights, you know, street lights, that they either go out or come on, you know, something like that. And there's an actual Facebook group um, that I, I looked at and I joined it and I told my story on there and these people were like, listen, you're really not crazy. This happens to us too. And immediately I'm kind of like, oh shit, what have I gotten myself into? So just kind of looking at these other people's stories, it lines up with the same things I went through as a kid and as a teenager and even in my young adult life that I noticed these streetlights go out and this happens regularly to me on a, I'd say weekly basis. Like I'll drive, you know, home from night at work and I'll go under a streetlight when I get into town and it'll go out. And I never made any connections about it to now, but apparently there's a working theory that it's, you know, people's energies or, their wavelengths of their brain put out this like weird energy I guess I can't really explain it very well like I said I don't really have all of the knowledge on it but it makes sense because every time I pass under one of these street lights and I notice it goes out or comes on the only connection that I can make with it is that I'm in deep thought or I'm in some sort of emotional state and I'm not really even paying attention. I'm kind of like zoning out. But by the time I come to, I look and I notice the light is either flickering off or flickering on, whichever whichever happens to be. But I'm kind of just shell-shocked at the moment because I don't really know how to process this and I don't have any theories on it. Because like I said, I'm not a you know, believer in supernatural or paranormal activities or beings or supernatural energies, anything like that. Um, but I don't know if maybe you guys have heard anything about this or heard of it or know anyone that has said anything about it, because this is the first introduction that I've had. And it's been about, uh, it's been probably 19, 20 years, uh, since this has been going on in my life. It's weird. I know it is, and it makes me it makes me feel crazy. It makes me actually sound, think, and feel crazy. But I can't make sense of it. And <laughs> I, 
I felt like maybe this might be something that you guys have heard about or anything. If you have any feedback or thoughts on it, feel free to say whatever you want, anything. I'm not going to feel judged if you make fun of me or if anyone makes fun of me because it's honestly something that I would have made fun of if it hadn't happened to me personally. Um, but thanks, guys. I appreciate you listening to me rant for uh, six minutes now, and uh, have fun. <laughs> All right, so yeah, uh, thanks, Mike. Thanks for the message. Uh, what we're dealing with here, I think, Joel, uh-huh. I think you'll agree with me here. It's a pretty classic case. This is a, uh, we found out our friend Mike is an alien. I That's mean, what I was going to say. Yeah, he's an alien. I was going to start with that. He's an alien. So, you know, solve that one. Easy. Pretty quick, alien. <laughs> uh, no, so, yeah, our, our buddy, it's Michael Fisher, uh-huh. is uh, our friend here. Uh, he actually trained at the uh, Violence Academy, the pro wrestling school that myself and Vance Desmond ran. Um, yeah, he's been listening to the show a for a while. A fellow wrestler. He's just like Joel here. Just he's a fellow like wrestler. Uh, but yeah, so what he's talking about here is when he goes near, underneath a streetlight, uh-huh. it comes on, comes off. Like yeah. he's his, And it's feeding off his energy is kind of what he's implying here. Yeah. So, and he mentioned brain waves. his brain waves. Uh, and he mentioned uh, that there, it's an entire thing. It's called streetlight interference. Uh-huh. Which and is normally a spot of the foul, automatic first down. Yes. Uh, 15 <laughs> yards. Uh, interference. Whistle blows. Yep. Yeah, that's a personal foul. Uh, so, only, I use Wikipedia here. So, streetlight interference, otherwise known as SLI is a term coined by paranormal art author Hillary Evans uh, to denote the claimed ability of an individuals to turn streetlights or outside building security lights on or off when passing near them. Uh, believers in SLI allege that they experience it on a regular basis with specific lamps and streetlights. And, and even during college. And even during college, yes, that's that's when you, your powers really start to hit oh, yeah. the height. Yeah. Uh, yeah, more frequently than chance would explain. However, uh, SLI has never been demonstrated to occur in a scientific experiment, and those yet who, yet we're on it. Uh, and those uh, we will be <laughs> doing some tests. And those who claim the ability have been found to be unable to reproduce reproduce the effect on demand. Uh, according to Evans, SLI is a phenomenon, quote, based on claims by many people that they involuntarily and usually spontaneously cause street lamps to go out. Uh, well, that's why it doesn't wouldn't work for tests, because it's involuntary. It's if involuntary. If you're thinking about it, then you're putting out that different kind of energy. Exactly. I totally believe in it. Yeah. Do you? Yeah. I okay. can see where, like, just, you know, I don't know. Okay, so you're believing in, like, sure. the energy. Okay. Yeah. Uh the energy, uh, man. Energy's all around us. Like what you said when people die, you know? I went back and listened to your fun episode, and you were whining about your dead grandma, and you were talking about the energy and stuff, you know? Dead people. Yeah, I know. It's always, it sounds like me just fucking always whining about that. Uh, Get over it! No, so the SLI effect uh, proposes that the phenomenon is, quote, not consistent with our current knowledge of how people interact with the physical world. Uh, Evans coined the term slider. Mm-hmm. To refer to someone who uh, causes has this like going on, uh, and she cites Slider's claims of being able to extinguish a row of sodium vapor vapor lamps in sequence, each one going out as the witnesses nears it. So uh, I don't know. That sounds to me like she's sometimes saying that- I walk down the frozen food aisle at Walmart and all the lights are off in the aisle, and I walk down and they start turning on. Explain that. <laughs> so do they have the automatic ones? They come oh, on when you, you explained it. Okay. So, I didn't know uh, our local Kroger's here yes, on Seventh Street. It is. Uh-huh. It's Kroger's. Yeah. I didn't know they did that. Uh-huh. So the very first time I went in after they read, I was like walking and as I was like, "What is happening?" And then like my you start bra- running up and down the two aisles. My brain immediately is like, "Hey, dumbass! It's set up this way." You thought you were a slide for a second. I was like, "Do am I magic?" Uh, You're always magic in my book. Thanks, buddy. Uh-huh. Uh, so, some proponents believe that it's static electricity or some kind of energy emitted by the human body. I totally, yeah. I, uh, which I shock would, people all the time. Like, I'm, I have so much static energy static build inside up. of me. Yeah. Um, they believe it might be caused by individuals having psychic or psychokinetic abilities. 
author Mas- Massimo Polidoro uh, wrote in Skeptical Inquirer, which there's a lot of magazines that we're not subscribed to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I need, we need to be on the list, people. Sure. Put us on your subscription list. Send us free magazines. Publishing Clearinghouse. They always uh, sent me magazines as a kid. <laughs> we don't get anything now. No. Uh, so he considers claims of SLI to be examples of. Um, basically, what he's saying is you're much more likely to notice when a streetlight comes on or o- goes on or off uh-huh. than you're going to notice one that just stays on or stays off. That's like, true, yeah. you know, um, yeah. So, and then like, you but know, the brain, I think is like the most powerful thing in the world. That's just the, the, the brain. It, like, well, they say, what do we use? Like 20% of our brain. I mean, we use like such a whatever that of quote it. is, is, is it true? Oh, okay. Yeah. Good. Whatever that quote is, is some everything. bullshit that a movie did. <laughs> no. Uh, I think I'm pretty sure. Um, I'm only using tips in my brain right yeah. now, so I don't know. Uh, so yeah, he basically says that it is he quote com- it's a combination of coincidence and wishful thinking. Yeah. Like people want to be special. Uh huh. But so my the logical side of my brain goes. Yeah, it's people you're going to notice when they flicker. Yeah, that kind of thing more than you're going to notice just one on or off. Uh, but then the fun side of my brain. Definitely wants it to be more than that. Like, yeah. And I agree with you. I agree that there's energy that we put out. And I believe that some people have more, some Amber people have the less. Amber is the color of my energy. <laughs> All right, 311, calm down. <laughs> Amber is the color of my energy. Oh, man, let's just go get some puka shells and <laughs> yeah. go to the beach. Hell yeah! Let's just chill, bro. Bro. Uh, I, so I don't have the... Do you have anything like this? You said static electricity. Static said, electricity, yeah. That's what I have a lot of. and Like, I... I don't know. Maybe I. No, I just act electricity. Yeah. Okay. So I kind of ha- I don't have the streetlight thing. Uh-huh. I have a thing, uh, and I I meant to Google it before the episode to see if there was yeah. more like this, if there was something for this, uh, but I forgot. Uh, but I have a thing where like, and I, it's been this way since I was a kid. Like I can re- remember far back as I can have memories that if I'm like passing by people. Yeah. Or whatever, like either in a car or just, you know, walking. I can be so far away from them. And yet there's still like a moment where they like where they stop and turn and look at me. And it happens all the time. Yeah. Like you they, like they, you they sense me. Yeah. Like, yeah, like they sense because they can have they can be walking the opposite direction back to me. We're, we're nowhere near each other. Like, they can't hear me. And then, like, I will phys- I will watch them stop, uh-huh. and they will turn and look at me and Do just kind of stare. Do you like, what the fuck? No, because it kind of freaks okay. me out. <laughs> I think you start challenging them to fights. I don't think I should, though. Okay, because... all right. All right, pussy. I think that I'm asking for trouble. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, and then, like, I also, uh, I, th- I have deja vu. Mm-hmm. I would think more often than a lot of people. Like, you ever I- get, like, stuck in a deja vu that seems, like, 10, 15 seconds long? Yeah. And you're like, all right, this is just Yeah, too where it just keeps going on and yeah, on and yeah, on. Yeah. Uh, I did kind of Google that, and, like, most people, deja vu only occurs, like, a few times throughout their life. Yeah. Uh, I, it's a lot for me. Yeah. Um, I get that. I, I have deja vu a lot. I do a thing a lot where I will think of a song, uh, and if I am listening to the radio, I will think of a song, and that song will usually come on the radio. Uh-huh. And it could be, like, a random like, it's not like I'm thinking of, like, the top ten. Yeah. You know, top 40. I do that 40. when I, like, put shit on random on my shit, you know. Like, you almost, like, yeah, force it, like it will it into songs. existence. Yeah, I'm like, oh, well, this song. The song will make me think of another song, and that song will come on next or something. So, yeah, so the deja vu thing, the the streetlight thing, the static thing. I would like to see if there's some kind of, like, correlation yeah. between people with, like, uh, brain, like, because I have sleep and I have uh, insomnia. Uh-huh. I, the, we've talked about sleep paralysis where I have it all the time. Yeah. Uh, I do wonder if there's like some kind of connection. Not going on that noggin of yours. Yeah. Yeah. So let's split it open and take a look. Let's go for it, man. All right. Uh, Luckily, I brought my hammer. Let's do a live on the podcast. <laughs> I've had dreams of things and then it, they've, things have happened. Like the movie theater. Like I had like just the most detailed dream about working at the movie theater like a good year before I worked there. Like Bob Evans, like I used to, I used to dream about Laura before I met Laura, yeah. and like fucking, you know, so we started our thing together, or whatever. So yeah, I, the brain, man, it's crazy. Maybe the brain, the brain. Maybe we're all aliens. 
I hope so. Maybe our brains are aliens and they use us as hosts. I I do believe that we're not using all of our brains. I mean, I believe that this is all simulation. Yeah, okay. So like, that's why the, I lean the towards that theory. Like maybe it's like whatever rumor, and they're just turning the lights on and off, and that's yeah. what it is. So yeah, uh, Mike. Hopefully we answered the question. <laughs> I don't think we helped at all. <laughs> I think we solved the question. <laughs> okay. All right. We responded, uh-huh. which is basically solving. Yeah. So we listened. You're welcome. Mike, welcome. you're welcome. No, thank you for the message. Yeah. Uh, we do appreciate it. Uh, if anyone wants to send us messages, uh, you can either go, you can email us. The quick, easiest way is to just do a voice recording. Yeah. Email it to us. Middle aged media. Talk about how good I am. That's what I really want. Talk. Joel's salty <laughs> that the reviews we've got on Apple Podcasts do not talk about how great he is. <laughs> He's salty I just about need that. I to hear it every now and then, okay? Great. Joel, you're great, buddy. Thanks. You're great. Thanks. You're one of the best. <laughs> one of. What the fuck? <laughs> I'm sorry. Joel, you're the best. <laughs> That's what I need. Good Lord. <laughs> I'm way better than you, right? Yeah, way better. Okay, like, good. I would put you at, like, one. Uh-huh. And then, like, me, like, at least, like, 1.5. All right. So... That's how I would do that. I, mean, I wouldn't rank you that high, but. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, if you want to send us a message, you can either email us a voice message, uh, middleagedmediocre at gmail.com. No and okay. is in there. Getting that out there. Uh, or you can go, Anchor now has a thing where you can go to our Anchor page, anchor.fm backslash middleaged and mediocre. Uh, and there's a little button that says message. You click uh-huh. on that. You can send us a voice message. I'm gonna do it. So whatever you guys want, to, that'd be be like Mike. Yeah. Uh, send us voice messages. Whatever, like just random shit you want to hear our thoughts on. Tell us that we suck. Or tell us that we suck. Tell I don't, Cash you know, that he sucks. Tell Joel that he's the best, <laughs> the best. You cannot say he's one of the best. <laughs> the best. He has to be the best. Uh, you can put me wherever the fuck you want to put me. I don't care. Uh, I don't care about that either. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, if there's weird shit that happens to you, uh, let us know. If you, it's whatever you want. Yeah. We'll talk about it. You're amongst friends. Well, <laughs> you're, once you message us, you're an automatic friend of the show. Yep. So that's like gold. Gold. Basically. Uh, yeah, so again, thank you, Mike. Hope we helped you out there. Yeah. Uh, let us know if I say the only way you can really prove, like I say, Mike, this is your chance to change the world. Uh-huh. Um, start filming yourself 24-7. Yeah. And or we need to follow Mike where he doesn't know we're following him. So he doesn't know to act different. Okay. And then we can watch him walk underneath. So, Mike, we could be watching. Could be. Could be. <laughs> Might be. Maybe, we, ha- maybe we have been watching this whole time, maybe. Mike. Maybe it's been us <laughs> turning all, lights I on and off. That's all we did last night. Yeah, impressive. and it was hot. <laughs> Very impressive. Very hot, Mike. <laughs> you keep doing you, bud. You keep doing you. Uh, moving on. Speaking of, this kind of leads right into what I had up going next for us. Okay. The hi- I have a hypo- I have a hypothetical for you. All right. And it kind of does fit in with this. Okay. There's a bunch of stories throughout the years I've seen where this has happened, where people have noticed strange shit going on in their house, like things being moved, things missing. You know, whatever. And then they, have they come. A cat. <laughs> they have a cat. No, and problem. then they end up finding out that there's been somebody living in their house. Oh, yeah. Like, you've seen these stories, uh-huh, I'm sure, sure right? Yeah. So I just kind of. Dude, that would freak. Oh, my so God. So I was going to ask, what would you do? Like, so you there's just. There's so many places in my house, too. Where you just got a new house. Yep. Basement, uh, attic. <laughs> so let's say, like, in a month, you find out there's some dude or girl been living in your house. Like, what do you do? Like, can you ever go back to that house? Even after, like, you've called the police or whatever you're yeah. going to do, and they're gone, are you ever able to go back in that house? I don't know, man. That's like an evasion of privacy. Or do you just be like, all right, well, you owe half the rent. Yeah, like, that would how long you been here? Because I need that back rent. Utilities? Is that what you do? Like, do you try to, like, make this, like, let's just make the best out of this? I think I would, I guess, change the locks. I mean, I can't just move. I'm kind of signed on to this house now for... <laughs> Another two hundred and forty some payments, but it'd have to be the like yeah, just kind of a terrifying, like you said, invasion of privacy. Uh huh. Yeah, I I randomly the other night was flipping through like uh, a lot of like the tra- usually the Travel Channel now yeah. or like the his they have random like scariest moments caught on film, 
And I flipped through, saw one of those, and they were showing footage of one of those things. There's a good movie like that where, like, a girl or something lived in the walls. Uh, yeah. Like, There's... It's not that old. Five, six years ago, maybe. I think I know what you're talking about. Maybe it was a guy. I don't know. But, yeah. I, I, that's, that'd be fucking pretty... Sh- like, don't, don't touch my records. <laughs> that's first. That's the first. Yeah. That's what's really going to upset yeah. you if you find out that somebody's been listening to your shit. Yeah. So I could go home with different records on the player. I'm like, I wasn't listening to that. Like, you just, like, you just leave? No, man. That's, I, I, that's my home. I'd fucking, I'd kick him out. But then how do you ever know, like, that you're truly. Oh, well, no. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so you didn't know the first time, but now you're going to. Oh, now that, I know, now that I know to know, I'm going to know. All right. Well. I get dog at that point, too, because dogs will. Because cats don't give a fuck. No. They'll be like, what up? A yeah. dog will be like, hey, someone's in the wall. <laughs> right. And I'll be like, thanks. <laughs> now what? <laughs> get, Do, get rid of them. <laughs> all right. Well, that's that's all I've got. Yeah. So you said you've got a couple couple stories, a couple news items, I think. Yeah. The first one is I got this from the New York Post. The headline is Half-Baked, Lobsters Doused with Pot Smoke to Test Pain During Cooking. Oh. So they uh, they decided that before they would cook some lobsters, they put them in a little box, and they would just uh, they they would force marijuana They'd smoke, hot box them. yeah, into the box <laughs> to see if it if it would uh, help the lobsters when they got boiled. And the conclusion was that uh, they was uh, they would put them in a box for thirty to sixty minutes, and every ten second they they delivered ten second spurts every five minutes. And they said they, they, they could tell that the lobsters got stoned, you know, but they still reacted badly to the boiling. <laughs> so it didn't help very much. Oh, uh, well, that's, you know. Which is, I mean, that's kind of, I don't know what they expected. Like, would they love it? They're like, oh, I'm so hot. This feels good. They're just like, whatever, dude. Like, you've seen me smoke weed. I like it. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't want, like, a bong before surgery. Yeah, did, so do they think? <laughs> All right, we're gonna get, have to take your appendix out. Do they smoke this blunt first? We need to. We need to <laughs> do they think that marijuana is anesthesia? I think that's I, not how that works. I think someone just wanted to smoke weed with some lobsters. With some lobsters. Yeah. I think the whole. I hate the. I. So I mean, I guess maybe if I enjoyed the taste of seafood, I'd probably uh, have different opinions. I think the entire way they do that is just fucking horrific. You pick them out, they're in the little tank there, you're like, oh, I'll eat that little fella. He looks lively. And then you drop them in, <laughs> like, why, how do, is it make, does it make them better if they're boiled alive? I don't know. Like, maybe I'm like, not. Maybe the pain makes them feel, taste better. Maybe. <laughs> like, I love, like, steaks and burgers and uh-huh. chicken. I am not a vegan or a, But you don't go there and, like, pick out the cow. Yeah, like, I, that would probably maybe make me a vegan if I had to like go and be like I want to see that one yeah. tortured <laughs> the mother one there with the, <laughs> the little ones the one that looks like it really loves its children yeah. I don't like that at all it looks tasty <laughs> alright so now we know uh, getting stoned will not prevent yeah. boiling hot water from hurting, hurting very badly who knew who, knew? <laughs> who would have guessed so those fucking scientists were high as shit but when they came up with this lobster baked um, you know, that opens up ah. all new uh, slogans or sayings about getting high. <laughs> you know, your eyes are red as a lobster. That's how they came up with it. They were all sitting around high as shit. Yeah. They had, like, a lobster tank. And that's what one of them made the joke about yeah. it, lobster bake. And they were like, that's what's us get them high, dude. Get man. We'll call it a study. <laughs> we'll get paid for it. I got one other news story, and this is a, a cautionary tale. Okay. All right, about always. That first one was too, kind of. It was. This one's even more so. It's about uh, knowing whose balls you have and only playing with your own balls. Okay. All right, and just. Good, just, good cautionary. <laughs> Mark Hensby was on the PGA Tour, and he had a 10-stroke penalty because he hit a ball into the water, and then he pulled a, ba- a ball out of his bag, and it was a special uh, just like uh, – driving range session ball that they're not allowed to use. He accidentally picked it up from another player. So after the round, they gave him 10-stroke penalty for it because he did not use the proper ball. You got to use the right balls. Don't use anyone else's balls. Like when you're going deep, you got to have your <laughs> yeah. balls. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. You can't have some other balls going Keep deep. Keep your balls you know, in your sight. 
Keep them in sight. Out of sight. Keep them in hand. Yep. Roll them around. Keep them in your bag. Make sure they're right. <laughs> Make sure you got two of them. Yeah. Because some doctors will tell you there's only one. <laughs> yep. Sometimes. And then you got to grab that doctor's hand. Not that there's anything wrong with uh, only having one ball. No, it's fine if you only have one ball. Or if you have no balls. Whatever. Yeah. It's all fine. I'm just saying uh-huh. if you have two balls. Yeah. Sometimes one doctor will say, <laughs> you only have one ball. And you got to grab that doctor's hand. <laughs> show that other ball. And you gently have to show that doctor. There's a ball. I wouldn't be so gentle. And there's a ball. <laughs> I pull him out, son of a bitch. Doctor. Stretch it out. <laughs> yeah, so if you're out there golfing, keep your balls in line. Yep. Is what we're saying. Golfer. Yeah. Make guy. sure no one takes your balls. I I hate golf. I don't want to get into it. <laughs> I, was to, I don't understand why anyone would do it. Like from best I, I can like tell it, best I can tell everyone just stays mad the entire time. You, you, you shouldn't let the hole you're on affects your next hole. Well, I've always said that. <laughs> I've always been like, this is the hole I'm on. <laughs> yep. I'm not thinking about my next hole yet. Don't, don't I'm, think about I'm it. on this hole yep. right now. I'll get to that other hole. You're going to get there. <laughs> don't worry, hole. I'm but those holes I've already been on, I'm past you're those. Past. I'm at this hole <laughs> right here. You're, you're, that's half a golf. All right, you're, I guess you're I understand a- golf better than I thought I did. Yeah. You got it. We need right, to go golfing well, underneath street lamps and see what happens. Maybe that's why they're big going out because you keep breaking them with the <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ, Dave. So Mike is a lobster <laughs> alien uh-huh. with psychic golf abilities. Got it. Love it. Solved it. Uh, that's what we do here. <laughs> All right. Well, this Easy. is episode fifty-four. Uh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Wish it was better. <laughs> Wish it was better, but it wasn't. It was what it was. Uh, What's our name, bitch? Right, we are living up to that. Uh, but yeah, go, go, tell no. a friend. Just go tell friends. Yeah. Word of mouth is the best way to advertise. Still, uh-huh. I think for podcasting. But you can also go and if you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, make sure you leave us a five star rating and leave us a review. Please tell Joel he's the best. Please. Uh, you don't even have to mention me. Please. Just make a whole. Review about Joel. Just call him the other guy. <laughs> Just call me like that one fucking dude. <laughs> yeah. But Joel's awesome. Next to the is awesome what the review guy, should Joel. be. Uh, anyone else you're listening, uh, share the link. Uh, I think if they offer you, like I was saying, <laughs> what the hell what happened? happened? What happened? <laughs> Apparently, we hit spacebar while I we're, think my brain did that. While you did that, I was like, man, he's going on for a while here. Blink. You blinked, <laughs> it blinked and turned it off. Uh, I think I mean, it really didn't have a whole lot else to say. Yeah, but <laughs> now we got to come back and you know we still got to come back and finish uh, up a little bit here. Uh, don't worry about those last holes. This is the hole. This is the hole. We're this on this hole. hole. Yep. Uh, you know, make sure you go to Twitter, follow us, mid-aged, mediocre, uh-huh. hashtag California. California. Uh, join the cult. It's growing. There's three of us. <laughs> <sighs> I think four of us. I don't know. Uh, but yeah. Don't worry about send our us, Send us some things to talk about. Uh-huh. Anything you want to hear us ramble on about. Yeah. Uh, as we've proven this episode, we solve problems. Yeah. We, what we, do. we give advice that I think is solid. <laughs> and uh, we make the world a better place. Way better. So, until next time. You're welcome. You're welcome. Stay mediocre. <laughs> Bye.